the vibes. It's another week. The Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K22. As we were just saying, assalamu alaikum. It is the blessed month of Ramadan. You're locked in. Your boy Mo, aka the Hoop Genius, and of course, real name, no gimmicks. My brother, yeah. Mr. BJ Armstrong. How you doing, sir? Yep, yep. It's all good. It's all good, Mo. You know, another full pack day of games. Mm. More action. The playoffs are, you know, they're here. They're amongst us now. Final week of the regular season. Final week. We're seeing some some weird games, some weird losses. Man. You know, the NBA (laughs) is taking turns, you know. The MVP race It's like some things, Mo, that's really just seems like a little out of sort a little bit. You know, it's like just when you think you got it, we realize we don't have it, you know. Man, some, some so, crazy uh, results. We had yeah, the, so, yeah. the yeah. OKC Thunder. This is what we were just talking about before we hit record. The OKC Thunder beat the Phoenix Suns. And then I checked the box score. I didn't get a chance oh, they to didn't beat them. That was a beat down. That yeah, was yeah. Beat down. <laughs> <laughs> 117 to 96. I checked the box score expecting just to see like the Phoenix bench. Chris Paul played 30 minutes. Bridges played 30 minutes. Cam Johnson played 31 minutes. JaVel McGee, Biombo, all these guys got playing time. The only one missing was Booker and Aiton. Oh, and Crowder, to be fair. Missing three of their key guys. Yeah. But I guess that strengthens Booker's MVP case. But Alexei Pokuskevsky, triple-double in the win for OKC. If I, I said if I said A. Wiggins, I'm not talking about Andrew. We're talking about Aaron Wiggins, who came in and gave them 17 points. Isaiah Roby, you know, and there's just Olivier Saar. Shout out to the Europeans getting 24 points off the bench. But, man, if I showed most NBA fans that OKC team sheet, you wouldn't be able to name half of them. We've seen some other some other interesting results. Philly snuck out with a win against Cleveland Cavaliers. Your Detroit Pistons, BJ, secured mm. the win over the Indiana Pacers. Now, Sadiq Bay had 26 at time. I expect them to finish with a little bit more than 31. But the two games we covered um, in the studio, Obviously, it wasn't the Celtics winning by 42. Just, you know. We covered the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> losing at home to the Dallas Mavericks. And we covered the Lakers losing again. This time to the Denver Nuggets. Now, here's one thing that I was thinking about before the before the Dallas game. They have lost more double-digit games than they have won double-digit games. Who, who is they? Who is they? The Dallas Mavericks. So, so what I mean to say is, when they win, they just win really close games. But when they lose, they lose real bad. So when it's close going down a stretch, you're looking at it thinking, okay, cool. Luca and these guys are going to carry it down a stretch. And what I didn't get a chance to say in the studio was heading into the fourth quarter, I made an emphasis in that break between the fourth, third and fourth quarter. I said, Luca needs to be more aggressive. Why? Because he hasn't been to the foul line enough. He had been to the foul line three times. Yep. He had shot three free throws yes, going did. into the fourth. He finished with 14 free throws attempted. And I think that's just really the difference is Luca, just the way he controls the game, crazy. Now, the reason I bring up Luca and the Dallas Mavericks is the main story that's dominating the NBA, NBA world today is on Saturday night, the game between the Utah Jazz and the Golden State Warriors. The Utah Jazz once again had a 20-plus point lead mm. and then lost the game. Now, the thing that stood out to me was the Golden State Warriors' defense was very interesting to me. 
They were switching everything and happy to live with their guards guarding Rudy Gobert in the paint. And every time Rudy Gobert was in the paint with a tiny defender mismatched onto him, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, these guys on Utah, they didn't even look at him. They didn't even look at him. Now, I get he might not be Hakeem Olajuwon with the post moves, but come on, man. We've seen him do it for France in the Olympics. The guy's seven foot. If you're seven foot being guarded by Gary Payton the second or Clay Thompson, just give him the ball, let him turn around and put a hook sharp. Just, just let him try. I, I've seen an interesting stat. Donovan Mitchell. Guess, guess how many, actually, BJ, this would be more fun. Guess how many passes Donovan Mitchell throws to Rudy Gobert in a game? Not assists. How many times does Donovan pass the ball to Rudy in a game, average this season? How many? Two. Per in game. Two passes per game. Two. Trey Young averages more assists to Clint Capella per game than Donovan Mitchell averages just passes to Rudy Gobert. I think that's wild. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what to make of it. Like, they always throw shade at each other in their interviews, you, you know, but they never say you know, well, you know, it publicly. The- but it's, man, it's, I, I don't know. What's your insight? No. Oh, oh, oh way, well, let me ask you Just before, just because I lost my train of thought. The reason why I mentioned Rudy Gobert is all the rumors today were linking the Mavericks to Rudy Gobert. But sorry, BJ, what's your question? Yeah, I, lo- I Actually, I like Rudy Gobert for the Mavericks. Yeah, I, 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 like I love Rudy him with Luca. Love I, it. I love that. I want to ask you a question. Uh-huh. What is always coming but never arrives? <laughs> Go on, tell me the answer. Oh, I'm, I'm being totally serious. <laughs> no, go on, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tomorrow. Okay. Oh, okay. It was like a, a, a metaphor question. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like a trick question. This is, this is how I feel right now. I, I, I thought you were going to say like Utah's run to the finals is never going to arrive. No, I, I, I didn't no, know it was a philosophical just, question. You know, I'm just asking a question. Okay, I'm just okay. asking a question. To break up the monotony. Right now, I don't want to say anything bad about Utah because I feel like for the last two or three years in particular that we keep waiting on this jazz team. And it's just, <laughs> it's like, Tomorrow, <laughs> you know, we keep waiting. Like, okay, they're gonna get, they're gonna be better tomorrow. Okay, they're gonna be better tomorrow. They're so, gonna be better tomorrow. <laughs> and you know what? It's not coming, Mo. <laughs> it's just not coming, Mo. It's not coming. You know. And then when I get there, it's gonna be, you know, it's never gonna get there. So you know what, Mo? <laughs> That's how I feel about the Jazz right now. So, so, Mo, I like their team and I like their guys. Like, so, like you know what I'm saying? So what's interesting is, you know, on the last episode on Friday, we were answering questions and you said what would be great is if the Utah Jazz could build a team like the Toronto Raptors with these long, lengthy wing defenders and all these guys. And then the reports came out that the Mavericks would have interest in Rudy Gobert. But there was another report that said the Toronto Raptors would have interest in Rudy Gobert. Gobert. So makes sense. Mavericks, Raptors and the Grizzlies, who we spoke about on the last show, 
if you could pick one of those teams, Mavericks, 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 Mavericks. become the most dangerous by adding Rudy Gobert. Because think about it. You have an elite, top-tier offensive player. He's mm-hmm. in the top. Let's just be conservative. He's in the top five, however you want to slice it or dice it. He's in the top five. He is, without Luca, question, not Rudy. Luca is an advantage yes, yes. on the offensive end. Oh, yeah. and Big, he, We saw that down arguably, the Milwaukee. Arguably, he could be one of the top three. I mean, and that's saying, depending on what it is, you know, KD, whoever you want to, Joel, Wherever, however you want to do, he's he's in that category. And then you arguably have a top three defender. Yes. And Marcus now, Smart, Rob Williams, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and in that order. <laughs> Man, now I have, you're talking- I have you all day. I just ate. Yeah, and I finally got energy. So you and I both. You and I, you and I both. <laughs> But so sorry, now continue. If you yeah. Put if if you pair those two together, to me now you're talking about something. Now you're just building a team out that can complement what both of those players do offensively and defensively, and they both complement. And here's the thing: they both complement one another. Let me let me ask you this: It's kind of a nerdy basketball question. Is let's talk about offense, right? We know what Rudy couldn't do on defense. Let's say offense, screen roll, Luca Rudy. Is having a lob threat as important to spacing as having a shooter yes. on the floor? The reason I ask yes. is because I heard a conversation with Jason Tatum about Rob Williams and how important he is because the bigs yes. on the other team don't want to get dunked on. So if they play the drop coverage, they can't let Rob Williams get behind them because he will dunk on them. So I'm no. assuming... That this is a more effective way to use Rudy Gobert. I don't know what they think in Utah because they want to pass, 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 open three, Bogdanovich shoots, Joe Ingles when he was there shoots, whatever, okay? But I just think... So, go ahead. In Rudy's defense, in Rudy's defense, he may not be a player that you can dump the ball to him and and do all those things like you can a Joel Embiid or a Jokic. Yes. But in his defense, when I saw him play in the Olympics, mm-hmm. I saw a totally different player. I saw like there was a couple games. I didn't recognize him. And I'm going to mm-hmm. say this about Rudy Gobert. You know, Rudy Gobert has a disadvantage. He's playing with a small guard. Small guards can't throw lobs because they can't see over the defense. Talking mm. about Mike Conley. This is why it's important for him to play with big guards who can create and throw lobs, you know? You say, well, what about Chris Paul? There are exceptions to every rule, okay? There are exceptions. But for the most part, small guards can't break down the defense, see over the defense, and throw lobs. So Chris Paul just... You're you, you saying if you're really good at Bay, you'd rather play with Evan Fournier than Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley? Because Fournier is who no, no, he plays no. with in the Olympic team, and it works very well. No, what, what I'm saying is it, it, there's, two, there's two things. If you have, see, here's my problem. Here's my problem with Rudy Gobert and how they utilize him. It's one thing I really respect about bigs. Bigs who know they're going to get the ball, they're going to play big. I told this to coach Monty Williams, and I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this. I told him this. I said, listen, 
I respect your offense more than anything because none of your bigs ever pick and pop. Mm. They all pick <laughs> and, and roll. they roll. Mm-hmm. And when they have a little guy on them and when they switch, they seal and everyone, whether it's Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, they throw that ball in there to him. But it is different now that, that, without a, without Kaminsky and Darius Saric. They've changed the identity yeah, of the bigs they, on that they, team. They, 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 every single one of those guys, they pick and they roll and they seal. And when they seal, they throw that ball in. Yes. That, that to me shows value to the big that makes him want to set a screen. Why? Because he wants the switch. Mm-hmm. And when he's down there, we value that advantage. You can't always get the switch and let the little guy take advantage of the big guy. Mm-hmm. That to me, it's a win for the team, but more importantly, it keeps the big game, the big guy engaged into the game. Yes. Rudy, Go- Rudy Gobert, it's one thing I know Rudy Bear- Gobert can do. He showed me something in the Olympics that I haven't seen him do. He was posting up and sealing. Yes. He is seven <laughs> and, foot and- tall. He, he, he was doing it consistently, okay? Uh, and I was like, I was like, is this Rudy Gobert? I was like, well, here's my thing. I get, like, I wouldn't want to pass the ball to Rudy Gobert if he's on the block posting up Joel Embiid. No, but I wouldn't sealed. do that. But after but a he, switch, switch, and he seals. If you're seven foot tall, I don't care who you are. I'm throwing you the ball. I'm throwing it to you. You're I'm seven th- foot absolutely. tall. If you and don't know what to do to with me, that, get off the get off the court. And I think Rudy Gobert, he'll be perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, Rudy Gobert deserves that. And with the way that Luca plays, those are vertical, vertical lobs now. Yes. Those are vertical lobs. Okay. We saw that today in today's game. We saw how we, Dwight Powell benefits from playing with Luca. Dwight Powell, absolutely. And I just think it would be a win-win fit. But more importantly, I think again, no criticism to, you know, I'm not, I'm not a head coach of the NBA, but I think. Snyder, because I know bigs. Bigs think different. You know, bigs think different. They just want to be appreciated. I, when I, he seals, throw him that ball. I, I said because this to he you does so much. about the Utah coach the other day. Is he reminds me of Mike Budenholzer before the championship. You know, amazing regular season coach. Plays this beautiful style of basketball, finding the open looks. The difference is, unlike Mike Budenholzer, Quinn Snyder doesn't have anyone on his roster that can go Super Saiyan like Giannis does and win you a game in the playoffs. That's the difference for me. I agree. So I, I agree with that. You know, it, none of this is a, none of this is a knock on on Quinn Snyder. Like, I mean, but I would like to see Coach Snyder. I would like to see Coach Snyder begin to feature other aspects of the players. Yes. I would like to see C- Coach Snyder. I would like to see growth with his players that he currently has. I would like you know, to see them so, stop throwing like, away like you see growth, Like you, you've seen growth with Chris Middleton. Yes. You've seen growth with Giannis. Big time. You've seen, like Drew Holiday, for instance. You've seen growth. Bobby Porters, you've seen growth. You know, now you could say, all right, Jordan Clarkson, okay. You know, Donovan Mitchell has been an all-star. Rudy has been an all-star. But I want to see growth in their game. Hmm. Well, I think it's too late for that. I, I think it's too late for that. I th- well, it's never too late. You got to add something new every year. You got to add something new. Uh, listen, look at Giannis. 
Giannis is adding new things to his game all the time. I saw KD last night shoot a, a one leg, this, one leg three. This is one thing I want to tell you about. Okay. I'm telling you this right here, right now. These one legged shots are about to become a thing in two years time. No, 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 no. They're okay. going to become Can I tell you thing. something, Mo, Mo, let me tell you something. Let me tell they you something. They always were a thing way back okay, when. Okay, Mo, you, you <laughs> and I, I wasn't part, I wasn't partaking in the conversation on purpose today because I just wanted to hear. You guys were talking about the goat and all this today in, <laughs> in the sky, and I was just listening. And I've come to the conclusion, mm. and I learned this from my son, who's 21, that the goat conversation depends on which area you grew up in. That's what it depends but if you're if if you're pure basketball and you actually you know you have to be an idiot like myself who would go and actually watch the film and tape and of these guys and and ask coaches to send me tape and talk about these guys and then you can you can kind of I'm not saying I know but I can kind of talk about it okay you know, I can kind of we were shooting one leg threes yep in the 80s yes this isn't anything new yes so i just want to make sure this yes. isn't anything new okay 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 and i have accused i have accused steve kerr of teaching all of his players what we used to practice all the time mm -hmm. we used to that was a shot that we used to practice all the time and the reason we did it was because us smaller players we would try to split and it was impossible for the big Time you if you did a one leg shot instead yeah, of a. Yeah, I, I wanna. Okay, I wanna give a shout out. Okay, to, and there to, was a one player. There was a one player. Hold on, I wanna, ahead, there was one ahead. player who perfected it. His name was Mark Price. Mark uh -huh. Price was doing this in like the eighties. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Now Steve Kerr has incurred every time that Steph Curry and Clay Thompson hit a one leg runner or three, they always look at the coach, and I've accused him of saying, "I know where you guys learned that from," because Steve who I've played with for a couple of years. I think it was a couple of years. Too. I don't know how long. I can't remember anything now. Steve Kerr was a really, he was really good at it. And I, that was my go, that's my go-to move, Mo. And when I play horse, I just shoot one leg threes, runners. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's all I used to practice. Because I always thought there was going to be at some point where I was going to need that shot because it's impossible to block. Who who expects you to shoot a one-leg runner? Well, this is what I was going to say. I want to give a shout-out to Coach Bob Mitchell, legend over here in the UK, okay, coach the national team. And he said to me one day, he goes, listen, Mo, I'm going to teach you this shot. If you're ever in need of a game winner, this is what you're going to shoot. Yes. And it's a spin move that leads into a one-legged shot. Oh, and he goes, they're never going to expect it. From you... Look at you with your baggy shorts, thinking you're Alan Iverson. <laughs> they never expected you to shoot this. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I feel you, but it's not something we see in a modern NBA. And, you know. Well, you saw it all the time in the, you saw it all the time in the 80s. Okay, but that's it. not the modern NBA. Yeah, that is too the modern NBA. Why is it the modern NBA? Just because you didn't see it. This, this is not modern. We were already doing it. We <laughs> were already doing it. 40 <laughs> oh, years ago, it's not modern, look, bro. Look, look, look. Light. <laughs> Life doesn't start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was listening to someone else talking about this earlier and I was saying like everything, when we say modern is everything after Bird and Magic, everything since then, <laughs> everything before then, that's a different game. 
Everything we can talk about Bill Russell and they didn't have no three point line and there's eight teams in the league and you had to win two playoff series to win a championship. We could we could talk about all that. That's a different game. Right. I'm talking about modern right. era, 90s, 2000, okay. 2010s, and now we're in the 2020s. I feel old as hell. But okay. you know, you know, it's interesting, PJ. You say that that's your horse shot because we're gonna have to get a game of horse going soon because uh, that's, that's my go-to. Mo, that's my on the way. I, I can do that, Mo. I can do that from anywhere. Okay, Mo, that's that's my go-to. We're gonna put that to the test. Boom, that's my go-to. I got I got a fadeaway one leg shot. Well, it's my go-to. Fadeaway off one. Uh, oh yeah. Right. Oh, you think you're done? Going game. left, going left, going right. You heard Brian Scalabrini. You heard Scal. <laughs> what is Scal? I'm not gonna say it because I'm not gonna even talk my stuff. What did Scal say? What did hey, Scal no, tell I, you when I, he came on the show? Listen. What did Scal tell if you? If the fans want to know, they got to go listen to that episode. That's what I'm gonna tell well, them. Okay. Yeah. We're listen say, to the episode. We're gonna say. Well, what does Scal say? Back. Well, what does Scal say? <laughs> I got what does Scal? What does Scal say <laughs> about the one leg? I was showing oh, that to Scal. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, showing yeah. that to Scal. Now, mm. Dirk, give Dirk credit. Dirk is the guy who made it famous. But trust me when I tell you this. They were already doing that. It'll be just saying, Dirk made it famous. I got something for your ass. That's, this is, this is well, said. If you play horse, I got something for you. So, so oh, anyway, boy. anyway, I, let's get, let's get into the important business here, though. Okay, PJ, sure. You know, I got a lot of love for everyone who tunes into this show every day, and I think it's only right that we share the love back. And I think it's only right that we bring the show to the people. That's right, people. A live and direct episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast is going to be coming live at you. Mm. BJ Armstrong himself mm. is coming to the ends. Mm. BJ, what are you going to say when you land in the ends? How are you going to, how are you going to <laughs> greet the man then? <laughs> oh, you know, I, for, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, my, I forgot. Oh, my oh, I might have to deny I forgot my go to. I'm gonna have to gotta, deny you that shit. Do you remember? Oh, God. Oh, boy, I feel so bad. You know what? Guys, oh, guys, I, 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 I want you guys to know I've, I've been teaching BJ about the UK, man. I, I told him to watch Top Boy. Have you started watching Top Boy yet? No, I haven't started. Not yet. I, I, I you need to watch it. Okay. You need to watch it before you get here. And then okay. who, who's the artist that I put you on to? Who you been listening to? Nines. Nines. Nina with a Nina. Who else? You check the one I sent you the other day. What'd you send me? Put a paper. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. You, you give me so much homework. You, you give me so much Come homework. Come on, man. You know? Come on, man. I'm putting you on game right now. But but anyway, <laughs> BJ's coming to the UK. That's the headline. Headline. BJ Armstrong back in the okay, UK. Okay, give it to me one more time. What am I supposed to say? What, what, what am I, uh, how do I greet? There, you, you told me this one before. Wagwan. Well, you told me this one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wagwan, well, my brother. <laughs> you, probably, you work on that. You've got one week. You got you got right. less than a week. I got it. You got so, less than yeah, a so, week. So what is that equivalent to here in the states? Like what up? Like, yeah, yeah, what up? yeah. Like what's up? It's like what's up, man? It's it's the equivalent of that. Like, like what's good? Yeah, like what's going on? What's popping? Yeah, yeah. It's all the you same. Feel me? Holla at me. Say <laughs> 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 What enough. up, though? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put you on game. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay, but anyway, okay. All right. Okay. BJ's coming to the UK. We're gonna bring the show to you live and direct. What you guys need to do is keep an eye out on social media. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna tweet out where you can get the info from. 
how you can be one of the exclusive listeners who gets to come to the live podcast where you will be able to answer your questions live and direct with us because we want you guys involved in the conversation too. But to do that, make sure you have tweet notifications turned on so you can be one of the first because there's only going to be limited spaces. Yeah, it's going to be limited. It's it's an exclusive club. And when you come, just come holler at your boy. That's Mm. all I'm going to say. Come holler at your boy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to come wearing some fresh sneakers too. The crepes need to be immaculate. You know how we do. But uh, even if they aren't, don't worry, I can advise you. Anyway, keep an eye out for that. I'm going to let you know more details on the live show. It's going to be a great evening. You're going to be able to ask your questions. We're going to be able to answer them. You're going to be able to have a laugh, tell some stories, drop some games, share some knowledge. And I'm excited. I'm excited for it. It's going to be good to have BJ over here in the UK. We're going to play some horse and I'm going to see this one-legged fadeaway uh, step man, back. That's, uh, whatever that's, you want that's to call my go-to. it. That's my go-to. Yeah, man. I, I can compete with BJ. I've seen him put up shots in the White House and you know, all of this. Come on, man. You think I ain't seen the footage? Come on, man. You think I didn't know about that one? Hey, that was a long time ago. Boy. That was, you know, that's, that's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. BJ Armstrong getting buckets with the president of the United States. But that's a whole nother yeah. conversation for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. We're going to be here all week. We've got an exciting week, the final week of the regular season. That means our final votes for the NBA awards. That means our final selections for the all NBA teams, our final decisions for the MVP. And most importantly, finally, hopefully, we're finished with the Lakers and they missed the playing games. I'm just going to come out and say it. I I don't think that they can do it. They lost tonight. The San Antonio Spurs won. They're two games behind in the loss column. I know they've got OKC on their schedule coming up, but, you know, I don't know. Although San Antonio's schedule does look kind of tough. They could lose the next four games. Denver, Minnesota, Golden State, and Dallas. So, who knows? I, I know. Can we but, talk about LA tomorrow? Though I want to talk about LA tomorrow. When that when they are eliminated, we can do the post mortem. Yeah, on the Lakers. I want to do the because I, there's a couple things I've seen that's really I find interesting with the Lakers. I'm going to save it for afterwards that I've seen that I've observed. So I think I think it's fascinating, just human behavior. Yes, fascinating, but most um, definitely because we that. we covered that. that game on TV over here today. We've got a lot to talk about this week, and it's the race for the seedings. Who's going to match up with who? The Eastern Conference, you know, in between the second and the fourth seed, there's a half game difference. And then in between the fifth and the seventh seed, there's like three games separating them and the playoffs, playoff position. It's like, it's all changing every day. Same with the West. Like right now, Golden State and Dallas are switching back and forth for the third seed, which I think is huge because that means you avoid the Phoenix Suns until the Western Conference Finals. So I know both of those teams want to be in the third seed. And then you've got Denver in the mix too, who could win a couple games, get up to the third or fourth seed, but lose a couple games, slip down to seventh. The Utah Jazz, free-falling right now. They've been playing horrendously. They could be in the playing positions. Minnesota creeping up. The Clippers, who knows if Kawhi might surprise everyone and come back. No one knows what his movements are like. The Pelicans looking strong as well. But, you know, all I'm saying is it's going to be a great week. So make sure you subscribe. If you like the show, leave a review. 
And stay rocking with us every morning. We're going to be here in your headphones, on your speakers, TVs, phones, laptops, iPads, MacBooks. Speaking of MacBooks, mine broke this week. Be mm. careful. Be mm. safe, people. Be safe. It broke because I have so many damn files making this podcast every single morning. So be safe out there, people. And until next time, get buckets.